0: Josh and I'm Gabriel and today on reading the gospel we are studying the event of Jesus invitation now this is a short two verses taken out of a longer story but we wanted to spend some time on these verses because they are so fundamental so foundational Mm -hmm. uh, that we didn't want to skip these by so this is found in the gospel of Matthew chapter 11 And we'll be reading verse 28 and 29. Come to me, all who
1: labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy,
0: and my burden is light. Now in our lives we have a lot of burdens. You know, paying bills, going to work, school, uh, friends, family, politics, you know, you, you can name all these burdens. Uh, is this what Jesus is saying, that if we come to him, he's going to remove all this these burdens from our life? Or is this physical burdens? What, what's he talking about here?
1: From all the burdens of life, sin is the hardest, is the most difficult. mm mm-hmm. So Jesus Christ is focusing on this burden of sin.
0: Yeah. And so we we are all born in sin. We've all experienced sin. And, and we experience the effects of sin. You know, mm-hmm. when we do something we didn't want to do, oftentimes there's negative consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we say things we didn't mean to say, sometimes that weighs us down. Uh, I know that there are times in my life where I'll go back and I'll look at things I had done before, and replay it in my mind how would I do it differently and coming to Jesus gives us relief from that that burden and the way he does it is he changes us so so we don't desire to continue sinning mm-hmm. to continue stacking burdens on
1: we experience sin in at least three major ways mm-hmm. first we experience sin as a load or, or a burden of guilt and mm-hmm. that guilt is crushing us is pushing us down um, leading to shame and strange behavior also we experience sin as a master as a controlling power Mm -hmm. and anyone who is addicted to something knows what does it mean to be controlled by something that you don't want to do and the most profound way in which we experience sin is as a virus or we experience sin as a Trojan horse that betrays us from inside out. Mm -hmm. As Paul said, I end up doing what I hate doing. I don't want to do, but there is something hidden in me called sin that makes me do that.
0: And so we've been given a recipe here that if we come to Jesus, we can have this peace. Um, We can have the burdens lifted. and. I think the problem in the Christian life or the life of uh, humans oftentimes will come and we just want the burden relieved, but we won't want Jesus. We won't want a change. We we, want to stay the same. We want to keep our sins, but we don't want to have that burden. And if if we come to Jesus and seek that, we end up in this cycle where we keep going Mm -hmm. around and around.
1: Yeah. We experience sin, we hear the invitation and come to Jesus. Mm-hmm. We experience peace, mm-hmm. peace that is you know given to us. But if we relapse into sin, we might be going rounds and rounds into this circle as the Jews in the wilderness between Egypt and the Promised Land. Yeah. Because of their disobedience, they've been circling those wildernesses for about uh, close to 40 years
0: so what we need more than just our burdens lifted is change
1: there is a uh, a point that uh, I like to call it uh, more than change exchange Mm -hmm. because we change something with something that Jesus Christ offers yeah and he says in, in the last verse for my burden is light and my yoke is easy. That means Jesus Christ is taking our burden, mm-hmm. he's taking our yoke as a symbol of oppression, and replaces them with his burden and his yoke. And I want to tell you, Josh, that when I share this with different groups of um, uh, Christians, believers, right, mm-hmm. those who even come to church on a regular basis, they feel that this is strange there is something in our human nature that makes us believe that when we come to jesus christ we go there for ourselves yeah we, we are uh, meeting him to solve our problems and as soon as our problems are solved everything is over or jesus christ invites us because we experience sin as a you know crushing burden And we are looking for peace, primarily as uh, forgiveness Mm -hmm. and inner peace, just for ourselves. But Jesus wants us to go through this exchange. Yeah. And this is the fourth step of this process, a uh, blueprint of discipleship. Yeah. So step number one is we experience sin. Mm -hmm. Step number two, we hear the invitation come to me." Step number three, we receive peace. And step number four that is the center of this process is the exchange. My yoke with his yoke, my burden with his burden.
0: Yeah, and yokes, you know, these are things uh, that would go over the neck Mm -hmm. uh, where you could carry uh, heavy objects. And, you know, we are burdened by the yoke of sin. Um, And many ways that's... Put on us. We're we're self centered in in a sinful life. It's it's about what can I do, what can I get, and in that process of I and me, we end up hurting those around us. We end up damaging relationships, and and we have that guilt and that burden on us. And so, what Jesus is offering is to exchange, to take that uh, burden, guilt of sin. But he doesn't just leave us sitting in peace. This is not like retirement from life. He's got a work for us to do, and that's that exchange you were talking about. And and so, what is his yoke? What is he giving us? What is the next step? Jesus Christ
1: is changing the meaning of the word yoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone who was under the burden of sin experienced sin as a controlling uh, power, as a master um, master slave relationship. That person knows that uh, what yoke is. Mm-hmm you are yoked to a behavior, you are addicted to a substance, to uh, a way of living, to a relationship, and so on. But Jesus Christ gives a new meaning to the word yoke. It is an instrument that keeps us close to himself. Yeah. And that is the purpose of the yoke. So two animals will not pull the cart in two opposite directions and lose energy they are close to each other mm-hmm. yoke is in its new meaning an instrument that links us connects us attaches us to
0: Christ and so Christ gives us his righteousness he gives us his character he he gives these things to us as we surrender and come alongside him by beholding we are being changed the yeah. Bible says yeah. and Jesus
1: says take my yoke and learn from me look at me I am gentle and humble these are the foundational blocks of a christian character yeah humility it is exactly what jesus christ did when he came from heaven to live among us and to die for us it is exactly the opposite what satan or lucifer in heaven was looking for to exalt himself
0: and you know you can just look at Anything in life, as an example, my my son is trying to learn how to do a wheelie on his bike, and so what he, he's doing is he's looking at other people who can do wheelies and imitating what they do, um, studying what they do, uh, how their techniques and everything. And the same thing's true with Jesus and this that we come and we study Jesus so that we can be more like him, that we can imitate him, and um, do what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What I like also here is Jesus Christ said, uh, take my yoke upon you first, mm-hmm. and after that, take my burden. Uh, let's, uh, let's think about church. A church is a organization made up of humans. We have a common purpose, and each one has a different role. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we really have to Uh, Assign responsibilities um, inside the organization But if we place the skills before the character Sooner or later, we are going to have a problem. Mm -hmm. I like how Jesus places the yoke before the burden the character Before the mission that we have.
0: Yeah In the seven step process we have the first step we experience sin Second step, we come to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Third step, we have peace. Receive peace. Fourth step is the exchange. Mm -hmm. Fifth step, we talked about his yoke. Um, Sixth step is his burden that we just mentioned.
1: And his burden, what is his burden? Um, If there is something that Jesus Christ had on his heart and everything Mm -hmm. he did was about the people around, around him, he looked at the multitudes of people and he saw them as sheep without a shepherd but the most common um, descriptor of people is harvest yeah Uh, it is in John chapter 4 and Jesus Christ was by the Jacob's will and told his disciple look lift up your eyes and look the harvest is plentiful and they looked around and they saw just uh, samaritans Mm -hmm. (laughs) which uh, would not be fit for the kingdom of god why because they didn't have time to uh, learn from jesus christ his character and maybe didn't go through the exchange yet yeah so later when jesus christ trained the 12 disciples and the 72 he told them uh, the harvest is plentiful but we don't have enough workers therefore pray That the lord of the harvest will send out workers and that is a very interesting greek concept Mm -hmm. catapults workers into the harvest so this is step number six is his burden that is for salvation of the people that he saw them as the harvest
0: and step number seven while it has the same word as step number three it's not the same step number seven is peace what is the difference between these two pieces?
1: So the peace in uh, step number three, come to me and I will give you peace, uh, the Greek word is different mm-hmm. than the peace in step number seven, that it says you will find peace. Mm-hmm. Not only the Greek word is different, but the verb is different, and yeah. the action is different. In uh, step number three, Jesus said, I will give you peace. Mm-hmm. But the peace in step number seven, is, uh, described differently, you will find peace. And this language is consistent with the Apostle Paul's language about righteousness. Yeah. There are always two aspects of righteousness. The first one is given to us, uh, attributed to us, or as our pioneers used to say, imputed to us. But the second one is uh, kind of work together. You I have to put some effort into that it says you will find peace mm-hmm. as our pioneer said that is the righteousness that is being imparted yeah so the first one when it come to Christ we, we confess our sins we are forgiven in that very moment and we go home in peace mm-hmm. the second one is a long-term process most likely a lifelong process when the character of God and uh, His righteousness are being shared with us step by step mm-hmm. Until we become partakers of the divine
0: nature So, let's go over the steps one more time sure. and then we'll finish with prayer mm-hmm. um, So again, we we are found in sin uh, step one is, is the sin that we are in we come to Jesus step two and step three he gives us peace We have the exchange in step four, um, his burden for my burden, his yoke for my yoke. Mm -hmm. Uh, In step five, we receive his yoke. Step six is his burden uh, for the harvest and for those others out there. And finally, it's this peace that we find in step seven. Let's pray. Father God, we want to be changed by you. We want to accept the yoke of Jesus. We want to take his burden on. And we want to find peace. So I pray that you will come into our lives, Father, that you will turn our eyes from sin, from evil, and turn our eyes to you, that we will spend our time studying Jesus and trying to imitate the Master. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.